0: How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Beso Profundo podcast.
1: Ooh. Hello. Hello.
0: I'm Jonathan.
1: I am Sam.
0: And we bring you the hottest ep- episode of our podcast that's on the internet. Because we have some yeah. cool stuff for you this time.
1: Hell yeah. Jonathan, what is today's episode about?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, for fighters. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I love I love that video just like the way that he does it and like the way that Dave Grohl impersonates fucking um, Christopher Walken it's yeah so funny. so funny he does Christopher Walken better than Christopher Walken it's like because I even I haven't saw like the side by side because like what is it he told it I don't even remember who he was talking to like in the first interview but then I think he's talking to Kelly Clarkson and the other one, like he just mm-hmm. loves telling the story. It's it's so funny. <laughs> That's why I was like, Sam, "Foo Fighters, it? Foo Fighters." Is, is <laughs> it on, Is the is the emphasis on foo or fighters? Because they knew Foo Fighters. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, this one's this one's a this one's a Sam episode. Sam was really feeling uh, really feeling the Foo Fighters after Foo uh, Fighters. <laughs> That's been that's been my Roman Empire. Like have you ever have you seen that on like on TikTok where it's like they'll ask like random dudes, be like, How often do you think of the Roman Empire? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. They'll be like every day. I think Roman Empire every every day, or like every other day. This is mine. This is my Roman Empire is just Dave Grohl going, Fo (laughs) Fighters. Oh also also I think it was um oh what is that movie with like John C. Riley? Um where he's like that like 50s singer it's like it's like dewey it's like dewey something i don't oh know my, oh my god i can't i can't think of it but it's like i think it's um paul rudd it's jack black justin long and Wow and you know and and they play the beatles oh my god oh, there we go walk hard the dewey cox story yeah mm. and like they and, and like uh fucking jack black plays ringo star no he plays um he plays paul mccartney paul rudd plays uh john lennon it's it's so funny like that's incredible have, anyone who's listening to this please please look up that movie it's cr- criminally underrated
1: i oh, will put that um, on my list
0: Oh yeah. So we're going to, we're amassing quite a long list of just shit that we need to do and that we need to listen to. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. But as for the topic of the episode today, uh, Sam, what made you pick Foo Fighters?
1: I picked Foo Fighters because I am a fan of Foo Fighters. I was actually supposed to see them at Boston calling in May.
0: Really? And
1: yeah. And I'm so mad because I had a sinus infection and so i wound up giving my ticket to my cousin because i was just feeling not well
0: and obviously Mm. a festival
1: is not really something that you want to go to when you're feeling under the weather not at all so yeah but i've been a fan of foo fighters i would say probably since high school so today we're in specific we're talking about everlong which i Got into in high school because my brother actually suggested it as a song for our acapella group. Which pitch? Oh, nice. Yeah, so he actually made the arrangement. This, I guess, this was like a song that he always wanted to do acapella. So he like made the arrangement, and we sang it for like a year. He sang lead.
0: What is what is an arrangement for people who aren't as uh, musically inclined, such as myself?
1: So, an arrangement is basically when you, like, write out the parts.
0: <laughs> so, is, is it kind of like where instead of writing for instruments, you'll have people with certain vocal ranges and you're writing for, like, what you want them to do? Like, kind of like, oh, yeah. the, bar- the baritones will be, like the, like, the low rhythm or whatever and, like, the tenors and blah, blah, blah. Like, just, like, what they're doing with their voices?
1: Yeah, it's like writing out the music, like sheet music for the parts and arranging oh. the parts that each voice part is going to sing. Because obviously acapella, one of the things about acapella that makes it unique is that a lot of groups want to make their voices sound like instruments.
0: Yeah, kind of like the uh, in the movies Pitch Perfect.
1: Exactly. So it's important when you're arranging a song a cappella to mm-hmm. really dictate certain voice parts to sound like certain parts of the song. And obviously, that's something that you could do just learning by ear but it's easier to have it written on an actual piece of paper yeah
0: i I could imagine that would make it like much more like regulated like much like much easier to follow instead of just kind of like feeling it out so it's like the same like every time like throughout
1: yeah like for example for everlong when we did it my sophomore year my brother arranged it so that the pre-chorus of the alto part of the pre-chorus we went da 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 which is what the guitar does as well
0: oh okay yeah. all right so that's really cool so you'd like hone in on specific parts
1: yeah and also oh. you know dictating what a vowel or words we sing cuz a lot of a cappella oh. is like ba and da and oo yeah and ah"
0: like certain like mouth sounds or like if you want it to sound like more muted or like more sharp right oh i see i didn't know that like so much went into into acapella there's there's one group that i used to be really into when i was in high school i think they're walk off the earth yeah They they did like a lot of when well, I think that I'm pretty sure they still do they're they're pretty good um and they did like a lot of acapella stuff like um they did the song cheerleader which that was like mostly acapella they they had like the like the music tubes like you know the ones that you bonk and it would like do 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 like they they had oh those. that's cool yeah so they and then they did like a couple of other ones um oh my god I'm gonna have such an issue remembering this but like. They're awesome, and like I would listen to a lot of acapella that way. And I think for a couple of their songs, they actually also got in like beatboxers, which beatboxers I at one point in time I wanted to do like so badly, mm-hmm. just because like and I kind I still kind of do like when I'm like doing stuff around the house, I just have I have like one or two like dumb little beats that I just I just do because I think Hell they're fun. Yeah, but like the amount of techniques that like they can do like it's it's insane with no instruments like there's like this one where you kind of like make like an l with your um i used to be good at it with like your your finger and you put like in the the corner of that in your mouth and you kind of like it's like you kind of like suck in with it and it makes like a record scratch kind of sound and it's like wow yeah there's so much and then like them like doing beats while like doing like chest voice kind of like tones it's absolutely insane like they're like when you pair acapella with beatboxers it is just cannot be beat
1: yeah beatboxing is one thing that i also wanted to do growing up and i just cannot do it
0: no you didn't really
1: yeah okay i I can't really do it i would (laughs) have never taken that's all i got ooh hot beat yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: Just like a little dumb. I can I can do other stuff, but I I am also... Because I know that other people are going to listen to this in the future. So they'll be like, wow, the beat was super fucking weak. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself to try to like pull out the stops. And they're like, "Well, dude, you're garbage. I'm like, oh, God, I know. I'm dog water. No. <laughs> no yeah, just me in the rain, like in like an R&B song, just like rip my shirt off. Like, I'm sorry, beatbox community. <laughs> but so... Yeah, like with with Foo Fighters, I like Foo Fighters. Sorry, with, 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 with the Foo Fighters, <laughs> um, I actually really didn't listen to a whole ton of their music, like uh, like a lot. Okay, so like of the stuff that I really like have listened to, and I I know it's it, it feels like something that I that I should have jumped on. Like, I think I've really only listened to, like, this stuff from, like, the early 2000s. Like, the song that – you know, well, the album that this song is from. Because, like, the the Everlongs, like – not only is it their, like, number one song that they always close shows out with. Like, it's from The Color and The Shape. Like, I've listened to, like, a couple of um, songs from that. Like, Everlong. Uh, I also like Monkey Wrench is, like, a great one. That's F- a him. good one. Walking After You. Uh, and then like my hero. So i will be like, those would always come on. Or like, uh, what's the other one? It's like the back of the dude's head. It's like black and white. There uh, is
1: nothing left to lose. Yes.
0: Um, I like Aurora, I like Generator and like Learn to Fly. Like I really mm. Oh, and break and breakout. Breakout. I like that one too. Yeah. So it's like, but as for like their newer stuff, like I think it's like it's it's fucking awesome. Like they have they have, yeah. they have Like a bunch of albums like they have they have some eps like there's um what is it it's called saint cecilia ep that was that they did in 2015 where they recorded it like completely in a hotel and i think that's so cool so it's like i should i should definitely listen to like more of them because i think they're great but i just don't it's the it's the stupidest thing Cause I'm like, do you like Foo Fighters? Yeah. Like, what do you listen to? Oh, these like five songs. It's like, do you really listen to Foo Fighters though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I
1: mean, any amount of songs that you like makes you a fan, in my opinion.
0: That's definitely reassuring. Cause it's like, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to kind of see him like a poser, you know? Where it's like, do you like the Foo Fighters? What do you like? I like Everlong and Monkey Wrench. What else? it's pretty much it they're like all right get the fuck out of here (laughs) eat a bag of dicks who cares (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like i have some stuff that i do but like i really i need more i need more of them in my life
1: that reminds me of um high school this used to really grind my gears actually it still grinds my gears but in high school like a lot of like girls would I don't know why it was mostly girls but it was it was pretty much mostly girls who would like challenge you what like, like to like a battle what's happening <laughs> No, sorry, my brain's taking a little extra longer to think. No,
0: no, no, it's fine. You like, just you just said challenge, and all I could think of was like the fucking dance floor scene oh. from like
1: White. Yeah, no, but
0: from remember the movie White Chicks, where like they come out to the the fucking dance floor and they're like, "Bring it on, sisters!" My mom like, didn't let me watch that movie. <laughs> Sam, add this. Add White Chicks to your list of things to watch, like right now. That's so fucking funny
1: absolutely so but right? no oh, they okay. used yeah, to, they used to challenge us to like i, I guess not challenge i guess okay they used to challenge the idea that we were fans of a particular band okay. by being like well how long have you liked them Like, if I went up to someone and was like, Oh my God, you love One Direction? I love One Direction. They'd be like, Well, I've been a directioner since 2010. When did you start liking them? And I'm like, Ah, 2012, after like their third album. And then they'll be like, You're not really a directioner, then are you? And I'm like, Literally, fuck right
0: (laughs) off. Yeah, it's like, Yeah,
1: like, Oh my God. That's so annoying.
0: Like, you can be. You can be a fan, like literally, you could jump into the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters, right now if you wanted to. <laughs> take I'm a gonna... shot
1: every time we put the emphasis on fight.
0: No, I'm trying to, if don't say that because I'm going to fucking shut some people's livers down. Oh, yeah, take fair. a shot. Because I'm doing it on purpose now.
1: Take a shot of water every time. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 just get yeah. super fucking hydrated. Yeah, um, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly and they're gonna have like that big fucking, um like those bottles that say oh by 10 pm like <laughs> like keep oh, drinking drink, drink, drink this much water and they're like oh my god dude fucking my, my piss is clear like it please stop <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so it's like I, that's so stupid like it literally reminds me of like this one vine i think it was a vine Where, like, there was this little girl and she's like holding an American girl doll. And some people know what I'm talking about where they go, I think I know more about American girl dolls than you do, genius. And she walks away, like, all and she and she's like probably like eight, just being like (laughs) super catty in an American girl doll store. I'm like, oh my God. So, like, maybe I don't know, maybe that's just like a thing. Like you said, it's like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just I I've only very rarely ever encountered that. So, I don't know if it's just like a high school girl thing like I don't be, know like, like super clicky you know what I mean
1: it was very clicky at first I thought you were gonna talk about the vine of the of the little girl with the doll and she goes give me your fucking money in the, <laughs> in the fucking law. Order cuckoo. <laughs> oh
0: my I love that one too no that's oh, great that's yeah. I can talk about vines all night and day I miss, oh, me I miss, too. I miss the vine era oh
1: and- that's a good episode what songs that originated from vine or vines that have songs in them like um one of my favorite ones is you are my dad you're my dad yeah exactly
0: (laughs) i also like um oh my god what the fuck like the bo burnham he's like is there anything better than pussy yeah Yeah, a a really really good good book
1: book. yeah he like (laughs) lays on the keyboard (laughs) that's so funny i saw that the other day actually
0: bo burnham is so ridiculously hilarious i love him i would love to talk to him Oh my god! Yeah. I remember. I remember we watched his uh, special. What is it? Inside. At, yeah. At um, when we lived in the Berkshires, and we watched it with Derek, and like I thought it was so funny because like the first half of it was like actually legitimately like super funny, and then like the second half was like funny mixed with like super depressing. So I mm-hmm. remember we would laugh, and then we would like look at each other like, like oh my god, like this is so, <laughs> this is so sad, and then he'd like jump back into the comedy, and I'm like, I am wildly uncomfortable and i love it because this is because it's so raw and it's amazing Mm -hmm. that's another thing viewers start making a list of the stuff that we reference in our show and then watch it
1: yeah agreed
0: because we have impeccable tastes yeah such as the fighters (laughs) sam everlong yes oh wait no never mind i was gonna say sam can you read that no that's my part because i'm in the green i'm sorry i am i'm over here with my with my grape raspberry sparkling ice and i am just losing myself i'm getting crunk off of sparkling water yeah okay so the background of the band we've got to tell you about the band and the album and all of that before we can actually get into the meat of the song mm-hmm. so the band the full uh dave grohl he does the lead vocals and the guitar he's also the uh, a former drummer of nirvana and i learned that he is the fifth drummer of nirvana like they had a lot of I drummers. actually
1: did not work I did not work did not work that Jesus Christ. Oh, I dragon. did not know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the like before they like really settled on Dave Grohl, like they it it, it like the one guy was like, you know, too soft and like whatever. Some dude was like apparently like kind of crazy. Um and then before settling on like Dave Grohl, he had like that like mix of like cool and like tough, but he was also like really sweet guy. Uh he was the last drummer of nirvana before uh the the band broke up because of the passing of kurt cobain Mm, yeah and that took like a super huge toll on dave Grohl, and he apparently he 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 almost uh quit music because of it because it like took such like a heavy weight like on him and like i this is just what i read like you know dave come out fucking tomorrow and be like hey it's not true and i'd be like i'm so sorry Please,
1: I'm so sorry, Dave Grohl,
0: please. Guitar dad, please do not hit me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also it's kind of it's kind of like crazy because it's like Dave Grohl is a drummer, but he doesn't play drums in his in his band. Like he like he is a guitarist. And also, I thought this was really cool. Is that the way that because I just watched a thing about Dave Grohl playing the guitar and (gasps) the way since he started as a drummer, the way that he plays guitar he describes it like a drummer would like, he's like, Oh, you know, like I do this, this, and this, like, this is like, like your snare, your high hat. This is like, sort of like, and how he like builds the rhythm. And it was so weird. Cause it's like, he didn't describe it as if he picked as if guitar was his first instrument. So I just thought that That's was super-
1: interesting. Yeah. He
0: views guitar from a drummer's perspective. And I like, didn't know that you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh yeah, so it's like would like could you could does that translate to other things? like would you play bass from a guitarist's perspective? like is it harder or easier? like how does that how do you compensate and like transfer your skills musically over? like you know what I mean?
1: yeah, I could see that being easy between bass and drums because. I mean, obviously, bass has notes and has like melodic lines, mm-hmm. but it's also very rhythmic. Yeah. So I could see how a bass, a drummer turned a bass player could be like, yeah, I play like do 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 or whatever. Like, right. Did you, wait, and- did you just do the Seinfeld song? <laughs>
0: yeah. What the fuck? Hold on. I did, you can't slip that past me. I was like, I heard it in my brain. I was like, oh my God. When's Kramer going to walk in?
1: That was the first bass line that popped into my head. Um, I, lo-
0: I love that. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> of course, but yeah, like a base, a basis could be like that, you know, just it, sort of just ignoring the melodic line and being like, yeah, I play like this rhythm, but for uh, going from a drums to guitar and still explaining it that way is interesting to me.
0: Right. Well, I mean, when you when you think about it, like even if the even if it, like a bass is like more melodic, like you like boom beep, beep boom boom, like whatever, like. Drums can also like while they hold the rhythm, they do they are like they do have like different pitch. Like the snare sounds different from like the bass and like the hi hat and like all that. So yeah, you're, that's you're, true. You're still creating sound. It's just like how you how you shift that and like be yeah. like, all right, well, how do I how, like what is what is the bass comparable to? Like what is my snare comparable to? What is like I almost said timpani. I don't think timpani drums are in a fucking drum kit.
1: no not not generally
0: no 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 no. timpani
1: is cool though
0: i do like the timpani drums i think they're really cool i also like those because i really like drums um what are those ones that they have in like japan where like they have like the dudes with like the big wooden sticks like like, on the sides i think those are fun also
1: Oh, oh i don't know
0: I can't think of what it's called. I'm also a big fan of a gong. I like gongs. I think they're fun.
1: Blah, oh, yeah, just like
0: noise. Oh, I like it. If you've ever stood next to like a really big gong when it goes off, oh my god, you can like feel the reverberations like in your fucking teeth and eyeballs. It's so mm. awesome. No, it feels really cool cuz it's sort of oh, like cool. Okay. It's, to me it sort of feels like you're getting like extreme goosebumps but like all over your body, even hmm. like your face. I like it. That's fun. Uh, that, that, that's just me um i'm kind of very sidetracked <laughs> um <but> Grohl <laughs> D- uh is a uh a drumming guitarist uh there's nate Mendel who does the bass chris schifflett who plays the lead guitar uh pat smear plays the rhythm guitar rami jaffe who plays the keyboard josh freese who plays the drums he's the current drummer and then the late taylor hawkins he i believe he passed away Last year, and he was one of the—I don't know if he was like one of the original drummers of, um, of of Foo Fighters, but he definitely came in like very early on, like very, very early on. So I thought mm. I just—I just, you know, I had to put in his name, like you know, RIP Taylor Hawkins. Like it's, yeah, your 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 sound is still felt throughout the Foo Fighter community.
1: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the video? I think there's a few videos actually from the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert that Foo Fighters did. I think it was last year. And his son Sh- is Shane or Sean?
0: I think I it's know. Shane.
1: His yeah. son plays the drums on My Hero.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, first of all, his son is really good. He's like 13 or 14 or something crazy. And he's a drummer he's very too. Young and he's a drummer and he's very good. And it's also so sad. Oh, I was like crying when I was watching it, but it was so good. Oh, his son's really good. I mean, it makes sense if his dad's so talented, he probably taught him, but. No,
0: yeah, like his, his dad's like the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Like, that's absolutely insane. But just, right. uh, there's something like so, so profound, like to be like, since he, since he passed and to like get his son to take his place to like play one of those songs. Like, I think that's, that's so like, that's, that's like yeah. poetic. And then also yeah. they, they also dedicated Everlong to him to to Taylor, so Aww. yeah, like at, I I don't know if it was like at the tribute concert or whatever, but like now, as far as I know, Everlong is like dedicated to him. So oh, like,
1: that's so sweet. Yeah.
0: So kind of like that's it, like in our episode. It's it's like also like not only for the Foo Fighters, it's also a dedication to Taylor Hawkins.
1: Yeah, I hope his,
0: fa- I, hope his doing, I hope his family's doing. Hope his family's doing well me too um but the band itself uh, Foo Fighters was started by by Dave Grohl alone like it was just him it was formed in Seattle in 1994 and on their like opening debut album which it's pocket watch uh, he played all of the instruments except one guitar part on a particular song um, on their self-titled debut album so like that all that album except for one part, all Dave Grohl like the whole thing. That's you know, crazy. It, yeah, exactly. Like just imagine like I didn't know he could play like multiple instruments other than uh, you know obviously like drums because he was he was Nirvana's drummer, but then you know right. he plays he plays guitar now. So it's like that's really insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what I thought was really cool is like Foo Fighters. Like what is Foo Fighters? Like is it just like do they fight the foo? What is foo? yeah sure for fools they, they fight the fools no apparently foo fighters uh they got their name from ufos and aerial phenomena that were reported by allied aircraft pilots in world war ii which were collectively known as foo fighters uh plus dave apparently dave just really likes ufos and he heard about the foo fighters in the book above top secret uh, hmm. which also really interesting and kind of connective Uh, The group's record company is called Roswell. And as you know, like Roswell, New Mexico, like that's where like apparently a bunch of like UFO activity is supposed to go on. Like there's like that crash in 1947. So like...
1: Is that near Area 51?
0: I don't know. I actually don't know. That's something that we'd have to check into. But like, what is it? Yeah, Roswell is in New Mexico. No, no, no. Area 51, I think that's in Nevada. Because that's also where Las Vegas is.
1: Oh shit! Okay, yeah. But it's just a. Fl- I knew it was a desert, but I couldn't remember which yeah, one. Yeah, no,
0: no, exactly. It's just a big ass desert. Like it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just fucking. It's hot. It's sad. You to see yeah. I want to go there though. Like, what is that? I think there's the um, what is that movie? I think it's Dave, with the two guys from Hot Fuzz. Like they go to Area 51. There's like a, there's like stores and like a cat, like a bar. It's so Roswell is to aliens what witches are to Salem
1: ah okay that's yeah. cool yeah
0: exactly so I think that you know you can go see like the black box you can go take a picture with like the Roswell New Mexico sign they have like an alien on I think that's super fucking cool I like aliens too that's cool do you believe in aliens of course okay me too yes yeah, so there's no way there's no fucking no way, way that we could be yeah. like the only thing in the universe
1: yeah like that's it scientifically speaking there's absolutely no way right
0: like exactly like if the universe truly is infinite like in infinity like there's a there's a good possibility that like either our conditions like for our planet could be recreated or there is life that could be supported on like you know maybe like not a completely carbon-based like atmosphere like what if there's like a nitrogen-based atmosphere that like if they came over here they'd turn into pudding i don't know or like a right pudding. yeah so it's like who knows really like it's it's yeah it, as jeff goldblum says life finds a way
1: mm, mm-hmm. Jurassic
0: park very good movie i have the vhs mm. tape of it just saying um
1: oh,
0: <laughs> oh yeah it says to ease the the band member uh chris Shiflet into the group the foo fighters played three secret shows in los angeles under the name stacked actors so like Ah. Yeah. Like as they were coming up, cause I did not, I did not add who came in when I should have, I did not. But, um, cause since it seems like it seems like timeline serves really well for the Foo Fighters. Cause they've had, you know, like different lead guitar, they've had different bass guitar rhythm and all that and drums. So it's like, but specifically, I think that's really funny. And um like different pseudonyms for the Foo Fighters. They'll come in later. Um, under our fun facts, because we got to keep the fun facts going. But yeah. They, Hell they, yeah. Oh yeah. They they uh they, they came out under the name Stacked Actors. They also released a cassette of songs which served as an early stage of the Foo Fighters development, which I already uh, named, which is Pocket Watch. And it was released under the name Late with an exclamation point. So we have Stacked Actors and Late. So that is really where the Foo Fighters came into being. And like really... <laughs> bring, really bringing themselves into the fold uh through no short effort of dave Grohl putting out the entire first album all by himself except for that one part we gotta give that that was not hit
1: yeah yes so going off of that the album and the song specifically everlong itself Everlong is from the album The Color and the Shape, which is the second studio album by the Foo Fighters, which was released on May 20th, 1997, through Roswell and Capitol Records. And like we mentioned, this is not their first album, although it is technically their debut album because the 1995 album Pocket Watch was actually recorded as a demo by only Dave Grohl and producer Barrett Jones. So The Color and the Shape is kind of like their... standalone yeah yeah, the kicker
0: like they all came together for that one like it was as like a band exactly rather than just a solo act
1: yeah so after the debut became an international success dave roll recruited guitarist pat smear bassist nate mendel and drummer william goldsmith to form the band's full lineup Hmm. so i guess um i guess taylor was not the original drummer it was william goldsmith Goldsmith.
0: yes okay
1: So the album's track listing was designed to resemble a therapy session, splitting the album between up-tempo tracks and ballads to reflect conflicting emotions, which I found very interesting. Mm,
0: the album's track listing was designed. So, like, if we're looking at the the track listing for this album, like, what is it like? So it's supposed to be like up and down. So it's like "Doll," "Monkey Ranch," "Hey Johnny Park." oh okay my
1: I, poor brain
0: wind up up in arms my hero see you so it's kind of like doll is up monkey wrenches down hey johnny park my you know my poor brain is down wind up up in arms is like more like uh. so i'm, I'm kind of seeing it i'm kind of seeing it
1: yeah i think it's a really cool approach to form an album
0: yeah because you like, know a, like yeah. a
1: therapy session
0: yeah like I I can I can see that like up-tempo tracks and ballads yeah like conflicting emotions so it's it's, it's almost it's almost like a concept album like you know what I mean right. or, or or is would you do would you call that a concept album I'm not a musician
1: I'm not sure actually
0: Does de- designed to resemble a therapy session maybe I don't know yeah, M- could maybe be. if that's their intent yeah I, I would imagine yeah but what do I know I didn't go to UC Berkeley
1: is that where dave grill went
0: no that's where derek went he went to berkeley
1: oh he went to berkeley and boston
0: oh okay i don't know berkeley music school i don't know how many there i just <laughs> i just assume there's like the one and that's what it's called i don't know
1: there's that one but UC berkeley's in california
0: oh the c stands for california doesn't it yeah oh i am a fool
1: oh that's okay oh. i also didn't go to berkeley so Oh, okay i am a fool
0: no you are a published artist go check out something saucy on spotify now
1: oh thank you
0: you're welcome oh, thank you oh you're welcome you're fantastic
1: enough about something saucy
0: let's get saucy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Foo Fighters. Everlong was penned by Dave Grohl during his split with his first wife, photographer Jennifer Youngblood. The divorce left him alone and essentially homeless, since she kicked him out of the house. <sighs> to add insult to injury, the Foo Fighters weren't doing as well as he envisioned, and his fellow band members w- were close to quitting. F- Oof!
0: He split with his first wife, and like what the what like the album is like based around entirely. It's like a therapy session. Like that, that, that does like tie together. Like if he, if he was like down, like the music, like being therapy, like that's, that's really something like really tying into like the connecting through line of like your life and like tying who and how you are like intrinsically, like into your music. I think that's, I think that's awesome. Like that adds so so much more like substance and, and depth.
1: And yeah, writing music is very therapeutic, especially when you're writing about how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a great way to connect with the music and also connect with your emotions. So I think it's great that he, you know, wrote ever long about something that was going on in his life. Exactly. It makes it easier for the audience to connect it to it as well.
0: Yeah, like makes it more it makes it like more personable like more relatable like if there's something similar going on in your life you could be like, oh my god and then who knows like maybe maybe it's someone's you know I've known people have played everlong like at their wedding or whatever and it's like maybe that's like your like love song to your to your significant other because it's like everlong is like it is a um, it is like a song about love, right? Yeah, it's about a song that a girl that he had fallen in love with, which is Luis Post of the band of Veruca Salt. And he said it's basically about being connected to someone so much that not only do you love them physically and spiritually, but when you sing along with them, you harmonize perfectly. Oh, Oh, that's really sweet. That's sweet. It, and I can only imagine, like, just imagine what it's being like being with someone who also does music. Like, do you, like, collaborate together? Like, do you, and, like, harmonizing perfectly. Like, I think that's, that, like, adds, like, an, another extra, like, really sweet layer, like, on the on the relationship.
1: I know, right? That's oh. very sweet.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but so we found that that, that that is what, in Dave Grohl's words, what the song is about.
1: Yes. So how did he reach that point of actually writing the song is kind of funny. He was one day fucking around on his guitar between takes of Monkey Wrench. And he came across a riff that he liked, which reminded him of a song by Sonic Youth. The band played around with the riff and developed it into a verse. And then a few weeks later, Grohl sat down and actually wrote it as a proper song in only 45 minutes.
0: Mm, a
1: masterpiece I, written in 45 minutes
0: right exactly like that's their song like everlong is like the fucking like foo fighters song and for that should just be like yeah 45 minutes like not even an hour they're like yeah we got it yeah it's there yeah cool awesome moving on
1: yeah super rad i pff, gosh songwriting is so crazy to me
0: no, I know. I think we talked about that on a previous episode. That it's like we some, did, yes. Some, yeah, sometimes when you're getting into like your feely feels, like it could just like come to you. But like if you're trying to force it, it's like impossible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or, or like I think we also mentioned like if you're writing for a specific genre or feel, it's also harder.
1: Mm-hmm yeah it's it's very subjective to the songwriters, but for me personally, when I write that's it has to just be a feeling that flows like mm-hmm. within five minutes, like I can't sit down and be like, today I'm gonna write a song about unicorns or whatever,
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like whatever,
1: so it's like <laughs> so
0: um does the writing process for you change? Like say you start writing a song and you're like, ah, I'll come back to this and you put it down and then pick it back up later. Like, does it then change for you? Cause you're not like in that headspace anymore or like, do you have to like find it again?
1: Yeah. I would say most of the time if I start writing and then I either don't have the energy to finish it or I run out of ideas creatively or something and I put it down the next time I pick it up, I have to like, be really in the mood to write and also be in that headspace of creativity. Otherwise I'm just going to look at the blank page and
0: keep staring at
1: it and then, you know, fold my lyric book up and put it away again.
0: Yeah. Then, and then you have that feeling like, well, I didn't fucking, I didn't write anything. Cool. Awesome. Oh, so like when you're writing like a song, you want to get like as much down and on the page as you possibly can.
1: Like for me while, that's what I like to day. do definitely. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, see that that that's how I just like when I when I'm like writing in general because I like to I don't know, I like to write for fun. Um because like and like if I have like an idea, I have to like write down as much detail as possible or else like I'll come back to it and I'll look at my notes cuz like I'll try to remember like in con- like out of context, what this means? I'll be like, yeah. you know, I'll, I don't know. I'll be writing like a spooky story or whatever, and I'll be like, what the fuck does this mean? I'll, I'll write down like frog well, spooky sound, harbor, and I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, why was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know how to put these together. Whereas, meanwhile, I'm like writing down the fucking horror of Dunwich in my mind of like H.P. Lovecraft. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so cool, and then it's gone. There's no magic. It's all gone. No. Yeah, so it's ugh, like, writing
1: I'll, is so difficult.
0: It is very difficult. I don't ugh, i I don't do it yeah. as much as I used to because it's so frustrating. It's
1: so frustrating. I know, right?
0: Yeah. But writing but making a song in 45 minutes, absolutely nuts. Crazy. Crazy. And so
1: for the breakdown, Grove recorded three spoken word tracks, one telling a story from assistant engineer Ryan Bosch Bosch so sorry
0: b-o-e-s-c-h bosch bosch
1: bosch i'm gonna say bosch ryan bosch's childhood being punished for disturbing his father's sleep and two others of Grohl recording random passages from a book the three tracks were planned to be blended together but only the first was used in the final mix Ooh. and as we mentioned everlong is now the last song that they play at their concerts and shows. And the song is now dedicated to their late drummer, Taylor Hawkins, which was the last song he performed live, which is yeah. really sad.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I, I cannot even begin to imagine what, you know, the band and Dave Grohl like we're going through. Because mm-hmm. he, as far as I know, he had a heart attack while they were going, like while they were traveling together. Like it wasn't even like they were off, like they were together.
1: Oh man. So like, yeah, the band was there.
0: There. Yeah. So that is just, yeah, my, my heart goes completely out to, to all of them and you know how they're feeling and their families, especially, especially the Hawkins family. So hope you guys are all doing well. If you, if, if at all you ever listen to this, so yeah. props to you guys. Stand sending around.
1: our love to you.
0: Yes. Uh, so then this next part is from a, Kerrang interview that I found um, that Dave Grohl like answered some songs. So I thought it would be fun. Is Sam, what if you read the bold part and then I read the quoted part that Dave Grohl said? So kind of like, you know, like it's an actual interview.
1: I would love to. Okay. Hi, my name is Kerrang. And I'm here today with Dave Grohl.
0: Hi, that is me, technically. What's up, fuckers?
1: (laughs) So (laughs) first question. A lot of people regard this Everlong speaking as your best song. Where were you when you wrote it?
0: We started working on a second album, The Color and the Shape in October and November of 96. We recorded the album at a studio just outside Seattle that was a converted barn and you could stay in the house. Behind it there was this creek that had salmon jumping in it. It was beautiful, but you could really but you were really isolated outside town by 45 minutes. So I was staying out there, and while I was there, my ex-wife and I split up.
1: Oh, that's so sad. I'm so sorry. I know. So, Everlong came together at that point?
0: Not quite. We took a break for Christmas, so I went back to Virginia by myself. I took the rough tracks of what we'd done, and it didn't seem right. The album had something missing, but I had this one riff that I originally thought was Sonic Youth ripoff, but I decided it might be good to turn into a song. When I brought it to our producer, Gil Norton, he said, That's great, let's put it on the album.
1: Did you know it would be a classic?
0: I knew it was a cool song, but I didn't think it would be the one song by which most people recognize the band. And I think it was the first time people had ever quoted lyrics to me, like, The song's beautiful, the song we saw the, the line where you say, Breathe out so I can breathe you in, chicks would come up to it and recite that to me the song about a girl that had fallen in love with Louise Post or the band Verucasal and it was basically about being connected to someone so much that not only do you love them physically and spiritually but when you sing along with them you harmonize perfectly
1: and oh so, that's lovely
0: i it's it is it really really is I like and i think that's so cool is that like something that this is me talking i am not dave Grohl anymore <gasps> i've been exercised of his <laughs> spirit this is jonathan um, oh. oh yeah just like this fucking metal god like rises out of my mouth and like spectral essence <laughs> um and so like i just think that's so crazy is that like he turned and like you know obviously he was like in a very dark place and like to turn that and to, to keep like keep moving forward like cobbled together and like iron out like all like of these like tracks for this album that is like their de facto album that like most people know like everything that they do from like even if you're like a casual Foo Fighters fan like right off the bat Everlong and Monkey Wrench you're like oh yeah that's them there's like no doubt you know what yeah. i
1: mean that and then learn to fly are like the three i feel like that learn you know to fly it's... yeah
0: yeah you know, like that's this is them and there's no way that mm-hmm. this could not be them like even if you're just like a right. casual so, but it's, it is it is a classic and they, they have a lot of awards.
1: They do. So Everlong along with Monkey Wrench and My Hero peaked within the top 10 in US rock radio charts and the album charted at number 10 on the Billboard 200. Nuts. The song reached number three on the US Billboard alternative songs chart and the Canadian RPM rock slash alternative chart. It was nominated for a Grammy award in 1998 for best rock album mm-hmm. and the color and the shape remains the Foo Fighters biggest seller in the US having sold more than 2 million copies which means it went two times platinum in the US
0: but like That's they have crazy. like so the two times platinum but they have so many Grammys like a 1998 best rock album oh cool they won a Grammy hey Sam how many Grammys do they have 11 11 <laughs> Fucking yes. 11 that's so many. Ugh. Like, just, like, just imagine, because you remember, like, the from the last episode, Billie Eilish, like, all five of her Grammys that she won in one night. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine, Dave. Grohl. I just think it'd be really funny just to have Dave Grohl like hold a comically like oversized pile of just Grammys, like, in his arms, like, eleven of them. Yep. Oh, God. Eleven
1: Grammy awards, five NME awards. I'm not sure what what does that stand for.
0: I don't know. I'll look. I'll keep reading. I'll, I'll look that up right now
1: five NME Awards, four Brit Awards, three Kerrang! Awards, two MTV Music Video Awards, and one American Music Award. So they're definitely, you know, racking up the awards, as they should. Mm,
0: yes, exactly. So the fucking Gram- a Grammy for every finger and one toe. Um, but the, uh, the NME Awards is kind of like the Grammys of the UK. And enemy stands for a new musical express uh, and it started in the 50s like 53 so oh, oh yeah it's it's they <laughs> they also have like really funny um categories like villain of the year and worst record
1: What? Yeah, <laughs> which, exactly. what, which like, record won worst record
0: i don't know i don't know i i have to i have to like look look that up at some point but like literally apparently like when you win villain of the year or worst record uh you get a trophy that just is is a big gold middle finger <laughs>
1: that's
0: fantastic no it's fucking awesome so i think that's funny it's, you know, yeah they have fun it's 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 really silly but like Oh my god, that is that. That's so awesome. Kerrang! Awards, MTV, and it's like it's you know fucking like have you have you seen like Tom Brady with like his Super Bowl rings? Like yeah, almost, he has like eight of them. Then there's, same thing, yeah. Fucking Tom Brady equals Foo Fighters musically. Like they just have so much shit. And I'm pretty sure I don't know if it's the band or just Dave Grohl. Um, but I know that they're in the rock and roll hall of fame. I, I think, I think the Foo Fighters as a whole, I think
1: be... the band is, yeah,
0: the band is once. And then Dave Grohl as an individual is another time. So just like rock and roll hall of fame twice. Like, yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy, Woof. dude. Yeah, exactly. So fun fact portion, cause I found a bunch of shit that I thought was really funny. Um, this one's in, first one's not so funny. It just kind of is, uh, Everlong is the band's signature song. Um, And I thought this was cool. Like literally go into Google right now and type in nicest guy in rock and it'll just say Dave Grohl. Like he comes up. No, like seriously, like it's like that's I I was watching the Hot Ones video of, you know, Dave Grohl on Hot Ones and he took it like a fucking champion. He did not clean his bones enough, though, as one gripe that I have with Dave Grohl. I'm like, bro, homie, you left too much meat on them bones. Come on.
1: but uh, That's
0: just me. Maybe he
1: was conserving space in his stomach because you try so many wings on that show.
0: I know. Well, see, but like I could eat like a bucket of chicken wings. And I feel like. Oh, that's
1: fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. That's weakness. But speaking of like meats, uh, Dave Girl also really loves barbecue. And Mm. uh, he's quoted, which was on the, um, which I took from the Hot Ones interview, he was quoted as saying, you create a recipe as you would a song. You prepare a meal as you would a record when people come back for seconds well that's your encore that's so deep well, and it's about barbecue
1: yeah damn also another fun fact is that jonathan loves barbecue I fucking confirmed. love
0: barbecue food yeah i literally put that underneath like the fact i love barbecue <laughs> wait
1: food. i have to quote another vine that's one of my favorites please it's a jones barbecue and foot massage Massage. jones yeah he's (laughs) like
0: massage doesn't he say like literally he's like if you pay me enough i'll massage your feet with somebody's sauces
1: (laughs) <laughs> barbecue, for,
0: where it's like what the fucking that? the dinosaurs like dancing beside him in, like, and the, the chicken
1: they're yeah. like doing like the step kick or whatever it's god the, that's like a sign like, is a fever dream i swear
0: oh my god i love it but yeah fucking barbecue is awesome i want to get a i've literally was just talking about this yesterday no joke is that i want to get an electric smoker so badly Ooh, like the wood chips fire mid- exactly because like with the electric ones like mm. literally it like it gives you like the temperature reading like on the thing and and, and, like you can like set like a timer of like how long Mm -hmm. you want stuff in oh my god i love smoked food like i want to do like i want to do brisket i want to do ribs well i mean you're pescatarian so i could i could do smoked salmon for you
1: yeah but i started eating meat again because i'm severely anemic
0: (laughs) what no way yeah what is anemia
1: it's when your iron is is low oh and so you get really eepy and you get really cold and- Oh, did, wait, did you take some like supplements other or did you
0: just have to eat like a bunch of nuts like a squirrel?
1: I am taking supplements currently, but I'm not sure if it's helping. So I have to have get to my iron my blood tested again. But I decide I made the personal decision to start incorporating meats back into my diet. But I haven't really, what's the word? Divulged? Divulged. Divulged. Thank yeah. you. I haven't really divulged into red meats all that much. I had a little bit of bacon. Wait, no. At di- my BF's house.
0: Divulged would mean like you would like tell someone about something you haven't. Um, oh, what's the word? Like you, you, you just haven't like dived into it yet. Like you've kind of like. Okay. You, you've dipped a toe into the pool of, of meats, but you really haven't really submersed yourself into it.
1: Submersed. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. English major over here.
0: Hi. I'm doing like a little princess wave that you'd see like in a fucking parade. Yes. Hello. It's me. (laughs) Hi.
1: But yes, I had a little bit of bacon and uh, some chicken. So, chicken's a good But I still still love smoked salmon, though. I would take smoked salmon. But I would also take ribs.
0: Oh my God. Fucking ribs. Like the big dinosaur uh, ribs. Yeah. exactly but like you get like Mm -hmm. the like mac and cheese like coleslaw fucking cornbread Mm. like i want like southern barbecue man like fuck me up with that like i want i want to be able to feel my blood
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) sloshing
0: around yeah exactly like it's gonna turn into fucking hard honey barbecue syrup um Mm. But uh, so the Foo Fighters traditionally closed their shows with Everlong. Uh, to date, it's the band's most frequently performed song with 1,900, oh, no, Jesus, 1095 live performances as of July, you no know, June 2023. And apparently like in one of their concerts, um, it was, like, cut for time is that they couldn't close their show with Everlong. And, like, fans – What? No, yeah. Fans got so fucking mad. And, like, they literally were, like, on Dave Grohl's daughter's TikTok, like, blowing her up, being like, hey, tell your fucking dad. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, why didn't they close? I, I traveled this long to, like, listen to Everlong because I played it at my wedding and, like, they didn't play it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So just, like – but, like, his daughter, though.
1: Oh, that's not cool yeah i'd be i'd be Super upset if they didn't undue. play ever long but like why the fuck would you like go on her his, daughter's tick on his, his daughter's yeah tic- like what the fuck like yeah, that sucks but like right
0: sorry dude yeah. yeah and so that was like that was something of it but like yeah it's it's like they that's what they close with like every time and i think like yeah. i think like the like the day after or whatever they like i think they played it like multiple times to be like hey sorry about yesterday fucking stop <laughs> blasting my daughter like here, yeah. we're want to play it here cool calm down oh Oh, man oh also Dave girl does not sign autographs he only signs autographs for charity like so if you're like yeah so that's so nice it's not like he doesn't at all it's 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 specifically when it benefits a good cause which I thought was really sweet yeah yeah and it like it makes it mean more so I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. oh also they have they have quite a few videos of them getting on fan uh, getting fans on stage to play with them like there's a guy from Croatia there was an 11 year old drummer in California. I thought she fucking mm, rocked. And then yeah. there's then there's my favorite. There's a dude called Kiss Guy. And like they <laughs> I watched that video. Oh, you did? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So it's like this, you know, he's like has like Kiss makeup, like the fucking Gene Simmons makeup. And he's like running across the stage, like playing and shredding. He brought his own pick. Like he was ready. And I think that's He like, was feeling it. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's like he knew what he was doing too. I think they, they played Monkey Wrench yeah is awesome fucking kiss guy rocks
1: oh hell yeah
0: and this next one this next one that you're about to do is my favorite
1: This one is so funny. Favorite. So, the Foo Fighters trolled Westboro Baptist Church by dressing up as cowboys and performing gay love songs. The band fought back (laughs) against anti gay protesters in Kansas City by singing in celebration of, quote, man muffins and mocking representatives from the extremist Westboro Baptist Church. Together with the band, Dave Grohl performed a gay love song called, quote, Keep It Clean parentheses, hot buns, in front of protesters. (laughs)
0: That's fucking amazing. Like, like fucking Foo Fighters said with their whole ass chest, gay rights, in front of Westboro Baptist Church, playing a gay Mm -hmm. cowboy love song. Oh my god. (laughs) Keep it
1: clean, hot buns. Keep it clean, hot buns.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Isn't that that Joel Olstein's church?
1: Maybe? I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that, I... I will. I will reserve my judgments, but I love the fact that they did that.
1: Oh, me too! Yeah, fantastic!
0: Oh my god, amazing! Next one. They said
1: gay rights. Gay who fighters? Gay rights. Yeah. So the band is in a comedy horror movie called Studio 666, which was made in 2022, where they move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much-anticipated 10th album. And I watched the trailer for this, which I think they played on the Hot Ones episode. It was so funny.
0: It's so funny. Yeah, because, like, literally, like, they're, like, going to this mansion to record that album, and just Dave Grohl gets, like, possessed by a demon, and he fucking kills everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. And in it's- the Hot Wings episode, Dave is telling Sean, the host, like... Yeah, like we we came up with this idea to like make a movie so we like sh- they like shot it and and all that stuff and then Yeah. when they watched the trailer Dave Gold was like, "Holy shit, this is like a whole ass movie. Like it's a, it right. looks extremely professional."
0: Exactly, because well, like they got like budget and like sound people and fucking like hair, makeup, blah 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 whatever. Like they got like real like it turned into a whole ass production.
1: Yeah. Which and like as it so should crazy. for Foo Fighters.
0: For, for fighters, they're legit. <laughs> don't worry about it. For fighters,
1: <laughs> I love the accent you do with that.
0: For fighters, I can't for do fighters. it. I don't know. It's just fucking. It's Christopher Walken. Oh, also a really good Christopher Walken movie that I really love. Uh, Balls of Fury. It's about ping pong. Or oh, as the uh, as the as the ancient Chinese say, ping pong. It's a it's a joke in the movie.
1: Oh, I don't get kinda... it
0: no well because it's it's the, it's said the same way. He's like ping pong or as they say ping pong.
1: Oh, I see, I see. It's, it's it's it's
0: boopy. It has it has like some really great actors in it. Yeah, James Hong, which he plays the the dad in Kung Fu Panda, my fucking favorite movie.
1: Kung Fu Panda. The,
0: the, the goose, the goose dad.
1: This next um this next fun fact is in all caps, so I feel I feel the need to um yell it. Pat Smear okay. Foo Fighters original guitarist was also the annoying. second guitarist for Nirvana when they toured in utero in That's utero that sounds like uh, when they toured in when they were actually in utero, like in, in their mom's womb. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're being birthed. Like
0: they toured in utero. Oh no. In utero is their, um, is, is their, is their last album like in oh. Europe is the name of the of, of like a nirvana album oh yeah, like my apologies literally.
1: to nirvana fans
0: <laughs> no it's it's like it's like super yeah like it's it sounds like fucking like like birth stuff i mean one of the songs is called milk it so like i don't know
1: oh maybe it is about birth nirvana maybe. fans please, please clarify in. please clarify yeah, like,
0: <laughs> we need to know because <laughs> you don't want to fu- we don't want to fuck this up but yeah the, the, the nirvana uh fan base is very passionate
1: yeah exactly oh
0: yeah so yeah tell us please yep. correct us but please do not yell at us unlike sam that was not yelling that was just you speaking louder i don't yeah. even know if you have i, I don't know if you have back. the ability to yell
1: no you know i fun fact about me well it's not really fun actually it's kind of awful oh, i <laughs> no it's not that bad i'm just being dramatic <laughs> okay.
0: no okay it's, okay
1: so uh for our listeners that are not in the United States, because I know we do have a few listeners that are not based in the United States. So welcome.
0: Yeah, I've seen some people in Russia and India and UK.
1: Yeah, which is so rad. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, welcome. Yeah, welcome. So there's this really fun trampoline park in the US called Sky Zone and okay, sky, zone. Oh, the sky zone is so fun yeah it's so fun you get grippy socks there's literally it's filled with trampolines and you go around and you bounce um i worked there for three months and i oh. quit because i was a court monitor which is exactly what it sounds it's someone who stands at the courts or the front of the trampoline courts and yells at go, hey, children yeah, yells at children to stop throwing each other, to stop bouncing in the same square, et cetera, et cetera. And I would get yelled at all the time because I was not loud enough when I screamed at the children. And the children would not listen to me. Well, and I you're tried such... my hardest.
0: Exactly. Like, you're such a nice person. And, like, literally, like I said, like, you don't, you don't have the ability to scream. So, like, you'd be like, Sam, scream. You'd be like oh like that's it no
1: (laughs) i tried. the frustrating thing too was that like i actually tried because it's not it's for me it wasn't that i like just didn't give a fuck right it was my job and also you know children could get injured at this place it's very it's a pretty dangerous thing so i was like actually trying my hardest to like tell these kids to like knock it off and they never listened to me and then my manager would come by and be like sam make sure you tell those kids not to jump in the same square and i'm like i did they didn't listen to me
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Oh, my God. Uh, one thing that I used to do, and I think this is just fucking uh, like elementary and middle school boys or like high school. Yeah, like in that range, just that you what you used to do, you know, the penis game. <laughs> no. You no, know, this sounds way worse than it actually is. So fucking the penis game is, is that basically like sword worse. fighting. No. Whoa. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> thought you were going to say. No, it is not sword fighting. <laughs> that it, is, it is different. That is where like, so you could do that. You could cross streams when you're peeing, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, but that's like, fun. No. Yeah. I, mean, I don't do it because I don't want to see other dudes wieners. But no, the penis game is <laughs> like, say, say you're like in the middle of like the food court in a mall and the penis game is where you say the word penis in increasing volume. So, like, one guy would <laughs> – until un, until the other person can't anymore. And then whoever couldn't say it loses. So you have one person be like, penis. penis. And, like, the next person has to be like, oh, penis. And, like, and, and like louder and louder until you just have one person just, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like fucking <laughs> screaming. And then you go, all right. Or you have that one cycle where the one person whispers and the, other, and the next person shouts. And you go, all right, dickhead, I guess I lose. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's great. No, but see, that's, that's where you went exactly where I thought you were
1: going to go. Yeah. I've always, uh, I've always been curious about sword fighting. Does that actually it, happen in like locker rooms and stuff?
0: It does. Um, Viewer but, discretion
1: is advised.
0: No. Yeah. see say once, once I mentioned the word Banis, uh, or Banis or fucking whatever. <laughs> banus Penis. <laughs> ba- ba- <banus>. Hey Peter, <laughs> check out my Banis. No, um, but so it does happen. I don't like it because you uh, have to then touch your shit to someone else's, and I just think that's fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, that's a little but
1: unsanitary like, too. Yes,
0: yeah, so, I don't know. Just fucking, you could be, you could be stupid and just helicopter your shit around, and that's fine. But like. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's both fine and not fine but like i guess if everyone's fine with it or whatever if you're laughing at it i don't know it's a very complex topic yeah but no i do not enjoy that so i'm like if i see people being like psh, 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 like it's star wars i'm gonna be like peace
1: i'm i'm gone <laughs> I'm
0: only, i've only encountered that once and it was like literally in middle school i was mm. like uh, so i left
1: yeah yeah but enough about penai is that the plural <laughs> penis <laughs>
0: Maybe. I don't know. I just, I think penises is, is just what I go, what I go to. Okay. Penis sounds too scientific.
1: You're, you're an English major. So I would agree with what you have to say in terms it's, of uh, plural. It's kind, it's kind of like, it's kind of
0: like fish and fish. Like you busy. It's not, it's not like sleeping with the fishes. To be like, there's a lot of fish in the ocean. Like, yeah. There's a lot of fish. Yeah. It's like just penises.
1: That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> I took yeah, up a
0: good chunk of time.
1: So, uh, it's gonna be so, a very interesting
0: episode description to write We talk about yeah. Dave Grohl, um, TikTok, vines and dicks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the things you want to hear about. Oh yeah. And you're going to draw
0: such a crowd.
1: Yeah. I hope yeah. by now, if you're uh, listening to this episode on speaker or You've turned
0: off the speaker.
1: Yeah. Headphones,
0: please.
1: (laughs) Headphones are advised. Okay, For
0: for this episode specifically, but okay.
1: Yeah. So Pat Smear uh, rejoined the Foo Fighters as a touring guitarist in 2005, and then again as a full band member in 2010. And another fun fact is that Taylor Hawkins used to drum for Alanis Morissette.
0: Is it Alanis or is it Alanis?
1: Oh, maybe it is Alanis. Alanis Uh, Morissette? I'm so sorry to... Alanis um, Morissette
0: fans Yeah. I uh, oh, I like Alanis. Ooh, Alanis. It Alanis sounds like is, a, ooh.
1: That's a pretty name. It is very Morissette. Rebel. Alanis Morissette. Al- Alanis. Yeah. Atlantis. Atlanta. Alanis. Alanis Morissette. Aladdin. She sounds like real <laughs> Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin
0: Morissette. She sounds like a really cool street beggar turned royal. Yeah. <laughs> okay so uh getting actually now that we're so far into the episode we're actually going to talk about the song now um, yeah so everlong like the feelings and the vibes like what do we get from it like what is like when you listen to everlong like what are you what are you feeling sam
1: i'm not gonna lie to you i had no idea and i would not have been able to tell by the vibes that this was a love song
0: no until
1: I never yeah until we wrote up this um outline Outline. i had no idea that it was a love Mm -hmm. song i always Mm. wondered what an everlong was
0: right like if you're like out of context like for someone who's not us and we didn't like look it up like what does that mean Everlong? i don't know Mm -hmm. but like like how how could we define it now like everlong is just like you know obviously he's talking about like a girl that he loves or he's falling in love with like you know, I've, hey girl, I've waited for you. Like, he's willing to wait with her like forever. Like, yeah, perhaps long, long it's time.
1: like, perhaps it's like the feeling that he gets with this person mm-hmm. that he's personifying. Like, hello, I've waited for you ever long. Mm-hmm. This feeling that I have been looking for. But yeah, right. in terms of vibes, I do not get love song vibes from this. I get, Mm. you know hanging out with the bros rock and roll banging my head sort of vibes
0: yeah see i can see myself playing this song on like a road trip like kind of like in those like cliche like cross-country travel movies like we're like we're driving like on sort of like a rocky cliff with like a guardrail. there's like the ocean like the sun is setting and like everlong is on like i'm doing like the like the hand dolphin out the window you know what I'm i mean Doing the
1: air drums yep
0: yeah, like we're in the back, we're just like singing. Like I yep. can like that. Like that's what I feel. But plus, like I don't know why this song, like it, it doesn't feel like a super like ah like passionate like crazy. Even though like Dave Grohl like is like passionately singing. I think it attribute like what I attribute to it is like it's like relaxing. Like especially when it come like like when it comes in like that, like that.
1: Yeah,
0: I for me it's just like more like it's like a mellow song for me
1: interesting i find the song kind of heavy
0: Re- okay well sam we have two different definitions of heavy
1: yeah that's fair
0: <laughs> yeah I, I forced you to listen to metal and i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna get you to listen to more in the future so fucking buckle up
1: fantastic i'm excited I... I hope we have a full ep- an episode on a full length album metal album
0: oh no that's, it. that's what i meant like we will like I- i'm gonna oh,
1: Fantastic. okay
0: Okay, but I I know that you're going to cringe through it and put on a brave face, so I really appreciate it in advance.
1: Of course, of course. I'm so sorry for my reaction.
0: (laughs) No, I'm looking forward to it. Um, (laughs) But So Everlong is, like, heavier
1: for you? Yeah, I think it's mostly like the guitar. Like, because the beginning is, like, Like it's it's like I guess like you said it's a little bit mellow and then all of a sudden it's like and the drums are intense and it's just and I feel like he's not Dave Grohl isn't like screaming but he's definitely like like you said putting his heart and soul into those vocals yeah he's passionate yeah and for me it just feels even though it doesn't feel like a love song it definitely feels like a passionate song. So I it, guess I would attribute yeah. that to heaviness in a way. No, I feel that like it's there. There's some
0: parts of it where it's like he does where he does get passionate, where he's like, um, where he goes, you know, where it's like, if anything could ever be as good as this again, and then he's like really like ah, but then there's that one part where he's like, come down and waste away with me, and it's like very like yeah. And also, attributing to that also like the very like steady like it's 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 a very like evenly paced and like rhythmic beat so it's like it doesn't have like it doesn't have so many like sharp or like really intense cutting parts per se but so yeah like like, for me like everlong is like a very like relaxing rock song
1: hmm interesting
0: And, like, just the way that he starts certain, like, certain verses, like, where he says, come down, and then later, when he says, breathe out, so I can breathe you in, like, it's very, it's just, it's relaxing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I could totally see that. I probably would disagree that the entire thing is relaxing, but I agree that the beginning part is definitely, like, a little bit mellow and, and... Mm -hmm he lays back on the vocals a lot i guess the overall sound sort of lays back on the verses but like in my head yeah. i'm picturing like the with you. Yeah. and then it just kind of like goes into the chorus and you're like head bopping and stuff
0: yeah yeah okay no no i i definitely i definitely see that like that that's where we're talking about like where it gets like very passionate and it's like it makes you want to just like sort of like like rock your head to it like i i def i definitely get that but then like there's i think i think there's like some lines from it that like really stand out like aside from the sound the, the sound of it like lyrically like what are some good parts of it for you because like for me like the first the first thing that like i really picked out was the if everything could ever feel this real forever if anything could ever be this good again Mm -hmm. like i I thought because that is that is that is really romantic like if you're like if you're talking to like your significant other like feel this real forever like you know everything like colors are like more vibrant like i feel more like myself like this is the best like when you're with this other person if anything could ever be this good again like this is like the pinnacle of, yeah. of everything and that, like that's very
1: that's very romantic you're right
0: it's very sweet
1: i would have to agree with the ladies here that he was saying would recite these lyrics back to him breathe out so i can breathe you in
0: oh yeah that's a good yeah. one
1: also it is, very it romantic really is.
0: right because it's like you know like by by you know the, the the this other person like this woman like she's just like breathing and he's like oh see this is like your essence like, like
1: infatuated with right i, I want to take being, you in as much as i can
0: right yeah. right right it kind of reminds me of like those looney tunes cartoons where like remember how like the pies would have that like like the smoke coming off of it and then like that like the characters like levitate off the ground like led by the nose yes mm Mm-hmm. it's it feels like that where it's very like i can't get enough i can't get enough of you
1: yeah oh that's cute oh
0: yeah it like it's it's awesome so like those are like just very loaded lyrics yeah oh also um later on where it says the only thing i'll ever ask of you you gotta promise not to stop when i say when so like if i say stop don't stop like you need need more yeah yeah so like other than like the lyrics um what are like what? what's another part for you where you're like just like in the song like as far as it sounds or whatever that like really really sticks with you
1: well i love the guitar in this song man both guitar parts like mm-hmm. i like the steady rhythm of the rhythm guitar but i mm-hmm. also like the oh,
0: how, it, how it like it like keeps like stepping up like keeps like rising mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I like and too. I like also the especially in the beginning, after like the the rhythm guitar has a few measures by itself, and it goes and then the yeah, and the drums come in and they're like you know doing the stick <laughs> counts or whatever. Yeah, it's just so I don't know, it's so funky. I very much agree that this is a kind of song that I like blast in my car when I'm like driving down the highway in the summer.
0: Yeah. It just gives you it gives you that feel.
1: It does. It's just it's such a good like windows down kind of mm-hmm. vibe, you know.
0: Right. Wind blowing through your hair, getting swept mm-hmm. back.
1: I also love the drums in the pre-chorus, the when I sing along with you, and it goes with favorite I'll never be this before.
0: Oh, I need to listen I need to listen to that right now. Um Oh yeah, it's like yeah doo I like I like that too. Like what literally like go to the meet like go to like a live performance and and watch like when he when 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 Taylor plays it, like it's like so like intense, like that. like it's so like it like he hits like so hard. It's like so like Yeah Oh my god. Also just comparable, like when uh when Dave Grohl used to play for like for Nirvana, like he had like such fucking long hair. And like you could like barely see him, like his face when he when he was playing because of like how intensely he was playing. He was like rocking back and forth, like slamming the shit out of his drums, like fucking. Oh, and then so it, fun. His, his face would just be like blanketed with mm-hmm. like you know, oh my god. And I I feel like I have decently long hair, but like he has su- he has like such a nice head of hair. Like this dude has does. Like amazing- I'm like, bro, what product do you use? Like, do you use like a special comb? Like, right? give me that shit. I want it. He oh my probably God. does. I know. The, the, Dave he has girl, to...
1: please write in. What hair please. products do
0: you use? Dave girl, I want to know everything. Please. Like, I, I can't girl, grow Dave girl, we beard. love you. Dave Grohl, you're fucking awesome, dude. I want to yeah. hang out with you and get barbecue and fucking shoot the shit, in my man.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Dope as hell. I, he's great. You're great.
1: Um, yeah. So what parts do you like?
0: uh at um so go to I, I try to like get the fucking uh oh you went like, specific
1: with the, the times Love
0: because it. right well because like if i don't find the specific times for myself i'll never be able to find it like during the episode so it's just like so i can reference back to it it's at like 52 seconds 52 um, yeah where like that like riff comes in and then that the, like in the background like with like the drums
1: <gasps> yeah The hi hat part that I can't beatbox. We've established this, but no, yeah. But I guess I really like how like
0: the rhythm and like the lead guitar like work off of each other. Like, like the I think it's like the lead guitar where it's like that and like that's like very steady. And you'll have like the rhythm guitar like like in the back. Like it's like they're sort of like they're sort of like weaving together. And I just I really I don't know why like that just that sound specifically. I really I really enjoy. Yeah. Um and that always gives me goosebumps. I love from my bod. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um but then also um it's at 3 minutes and 5 seconds. Uh, I'm getting to it right now. So it's like you know, obviously like Dave Girls, like really belting the only thing I'll ever ask of you and like he's mm-hmm. like you know, then he gets to the she sang and then quiet like they're just like the Yeah. Like, but then slowly like it starts to like Build back up, like little by little, like just gets like added to it, like the the volume increases, you know. It's it's Mm it just until it's like full frontal. They're just fucking like slamming again, and like and then it gets into like the layers. And I wonder, like Mm -hmm. I love that, like it's like it's like such like a highlight for me because all of a sudden it's different like snap and like we're yeah. just we're we're doing a different thing and then it just gives you an opportunity to just like put you back up into like this like head-bang-y head banging headspace like all over again
1: you know what else i like in that part you can mm. hear it really at what, at the start of uh 3 minutes 5 seconds is mm-hmm. like that almost sort of crackly radio static oh i do like that, that. you hear like yeah that's yeah.
0: exactly what it sounds like <laughs> yeah oh my god it kind of like moves back and forth like if you're wearing headphones that kind of like moves back and forth from like left to right ear. i like yeah I like that it's also, so cool i don't i don't know what they're saying i wish i knew what they were saying yeah me too it just sounds like garbled like gibberish like ooh like what? like you're really listening like when it gets like real quiet like whoa what's happening yeah Foo Fighters, tell me, is this? Am I picking up an alien signal?
1: Foo Fighters,
0: Foo Fighters, please tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that gets you. Oh my god! But yeah, the the song itself is just is just fucking awesome. It's it's Mm -hmm. it's great, and that's that's why it is like their de facto, like you know that this is like the Foo Fighters song. Like this is it. Yeah, this is them. I, I love it. It's it's amazing. Um, so like the production part of it. Um, th- this, is, this is Jeff Turner and he's a sound engineer then like, he worked with Dave Grohl so this is him talking he says when we were recording it it had that sort of shuffle hyper disco beat this kind of new wavy beat and he told MTV News also mentioned in, also mentioning a vintage 1960 amplifier that Dave Grohl used in the studio he said I remember by the end I was thinking that this, this was going to be like a B-52 rock song the first sessions for the album took place at Bear Creek Studios in Woodinville, Washington, which prov- proved to be a less than fruitful experience. Bradley recalls trying to edit drums with Gil Norton struggling through the process. By the tra- by the time that the tracks got back to Los Angeles, it was evident that they should be re-recorded. Drum redoes were handled by Dave Grohl at Grandmaster
1: And something else that I forgot to put in this thing is that I can't remember who the drummer was at the time, but Mm -hmm. he was so pissed that Dave Grohl re-recorded his drum tracks that he quit the band.
0: (laughs) What? Oh, so it was just like, (laughs) oh, because he didn't do it for like the song?
1: Yeah, he was like. He was like, you recorded all my drum tracks over in this entire album. And they were like, yeah. And then he was like, "Well, Well, fuck that. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I guess too much. I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I you know. I don't know it, if I
0: would have quit, but I would have been pissed. I would have. Yeah. I would have definitely been pretty salty. But yeah, quit like outright. Because I guess like, you know, when you're like when you're when you're drumming you like maybe you're like you're adding your own little flair on something like that's like like the, I think Dave Grohl even said in the Hot Ones interview like the mark of a good drummer is like if you listen to them and you know who they are like right away like it's as yeah. unique as like it's your soul your heart it's like a fingerprint like he said right. something like he said something like that and so sort of like that being like taken out like okay now it's Dave Grohl playing and I'm not playing and so is it truly like his drumming when the song is played live or is it like a recreation of like mm. Dave Grohl or like what? So it's like, I, I do, to an extent, like I, I can get that. But yeah. like, yeah, who knows? Like that it could have been like done a different way of life. Like, I don't know. But still like to be like, all right, well, cool. I guess I'm not in the band because I don't have any fucking shit in it. Goodbye. Yeah. That's really strange. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Yeah. But speaking of drumming, uh, apparently Dave Grohl has the, uh, I think they were carved for him, the largest pair of drumsticks. Shoot. Um yeah, they're like the size of trees. Yeah, they are. They're they're uh they're 23 feet long and weigh 902 pounds.
1: Where the hell do we even keep those? Uh
0: they're in in Warren? Where the fuck is Warren? Oh, um Where the fuck is Warren? Ohio. There we go. Warren, Ohio.
1: Oh, weird.
0: Yeah, so so the uh is a shrine to Dave Grohl, apparently. So and, and and that's and that's where and that's his hometown is a uh, Warren, Ohio. So
1: oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. I was they like, why did they pick Ohio? No offense yeah, like, to oh, Ohio, but
0: no, yeah. Say sorry, Ohio, because like, what what the fuck's in Ohio? Yeah, I don't know, but still, pretty cool. Oh, also, he has a, there He has a, a a street named after him called Dave Grohl Alley.
1: Oh, that's fun.
0: I think that's pretty dope. So yeah. Little, little extra fun facts to check us out at, but that's pretty much going to be the long and short of like Everlong. We talked a lot about like the background, like what we were feeling, what we thought. We got to the song, how penises. it us. talk about penises, fucking sword fighting. <laughs> talked about vine a
1: lot. It yeah. was great.
0: Yeah. So, Dones,
1: barbecue, and foot massage. massage.
0: <laughs> oh, and, and then, uh, oh, what the fuck is that one that I told where you thought it was like the
1: give me your fucking money. Oh yeah, the um, I know more about American Young girl dolls, dolls
0: than you do, than genius. you do,
1: genius.
0: She said that with so much sass, it's insane. Yeah. Fucking six-year-old having more chutzpah than I do. God. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that was the Foo Woo! <laughs> all right, all right. So we really hope you enjoyed. Hopefully, you uh, turned off your speaker at the opportune time to do so and you just enjoy the episode you vibe with us please tell us what you think that you love Foo Fighters go to any one of our random pictures on Instagram like our socials whatever tell us what you think we'd love to hear from you
1: hell yeah
0: Mm mm-hmm but, um, there are places in which you can find us other than our Instagram, Sam, what would they be? What is our Instagram yes. by the way?
1: Ah, oh, our Instagram is at Basel Profundo podcast.
0: And our Twitter or irks, at Basel Profundo underscore. You can also listen to our podcast on our RSS feed on Podcastle, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you could find a podcast and yeah,
1: be sure to rate us five stars if you like our show and like jonathan said leave us a comment on any one of our instagram posts we would love to hear from you and uh, tell your friends about us if tell you your friends. think you know you you get a little giggle and you like listening to us talk about you know music and stuff
0: Oh, yeah. So, but that is going to be it for us, you guys. We will catch you in the next episode. We hope you have a good time. Goodbye. We love you. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. I- <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>